Welcome back to Got Your Back Chat, the podcast where young people talk about everything and anything that matters to us. This podcast is run by Got Your Back, a media run by young people for young people. And you can keep up to date with us via Instagram or Facebook by searching at Got Your Back. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube to keep up with episodes. Today we're joined by Jess, Josh, Skylar, and of course, me, Declan. How are we all? I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good. Well, that's good. <laughs> well, I assume we all know today's topic. It's April, so we're tackling the topic of body image. And this episode, we want to talk about how media and, inter- and the internet impacts how we see ourselves. Things like social media, the news, magazines, all that stuff. Do you guys think you've been impacted negatively or positively by online? Definitely negatively. <laughs> I think we can all agree negatively, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, definitely negatively. I think most people would say the same as well. Yeah. I would actually say it's a mix, to be honest. Yeah, um, it can be. It depends on what I... Like, if I just scroll through my Instagram, then fair enough, sometimes it's negatively. But I try not to do that. For me, um, I try to just keep to the positive things. Like, my TikTok feed, for example, is quite positive at the moment. So I try and like look at that or go on like my Explore page or... In, instead of just scrolling down, if I try and find things that are positive instead of just scrolling for the sake of it and ending up being affected negatively. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's being in the right place sometimes online, and it? I mean, it depends what side of, like, I don't know, if you spend enough time on TikTok, I'm sure you're on a side of TikTok by now, but it depends on what side of TikTok you're on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I can't say the same for Instagram, yeah, but... Yeah, no, Instagram... No, Instagram's a dangerous game. Yeah. It's a dangerous game. Yeah, I think Instagram's one of the most dangerous out there. Instagram and Snapchat are up there for me. I don't really use Snapchat. I, I only use Snapchat to... Yeah, I only use it to, cut, to actually speak to my friends. I don't really use it to, yeah. like, follow people that I don't know. And even with Instagram, I don't follow, like, influencers and celebrities on there. It mainly is just for me to post what I want to post and see what my friends are up to. I don't really use it in, like, yeah. large quantities. I think a lot of us are the same. I, I don't really use Snapchat. Yeah. Snapchat for me is just like text message, but I don't I don't text people. So Snapchat is my text message, basically. I, I don't use Snapchat because of the amount of filters. I only really use it to send messages mm-hmm. back and forth with certain people. Uh, it's not too bad, Snapchat. I think because you can control what you see on Snapchat a lot more. There isn't really much of an option for you to see things outside of, like your friends and your like who you have on snapchat there's not really much of a realm to see things outside other than like news articles so it's kind of, i'd say that's a lot better than instagram because instagram you can literally see anything you want with a search bar on snapchat you don't really have that option yeah definitely so yeah i think yeah i think snapchat's uh snapchat is the cause of instagram's negative body image problem I'd say because people use Snapchat to take the photos and then they'll you know upload them onto Instagram yeah no that's a fair point because they have the filters yeah that's yeah I think that's probably true on kind of a smaller like like just normal well not I say normal people but like average people level and then there's like the celebrities who it gets put through like 50 layers of photoshop and god knows what else (laughs) yeah i was gonna i was gonna say like because snapchat filters it's very obvious that you're using a filter like if you're using the butterfly filter it's quite obvious that's not your normal face whereas with really 
Instagram, <laughs> you have got people that are very sneaky. <laughs> you got people that are very sneaky that can, you know, Photoshop it so that you literally can't tell that that's not how they actually look. Yeah. And they have yeah. professionals doing it for them. And even, but there's even apps that you can do it on. There are apps, like one of my friends used to um, edit her pictures and she would send them to me and show me like the original and the the edited version. And she'd be like, oh, what do you think to this? And I'd just look at it and I'd be like, I mean, I can't tell, like if I didn't know you in real life, I wouldn't be able to tell that the edited version wasn't you. But because I know that it isn't you, it's like I can see it. But I just don't, I don't edit my pictures personally. But you really can't tell with some people, especially when it's celebrities. And I think that's where the issue comes from. Yeah, Yeah, and I think it's also not just um, like on an editing part. It's also like they'll have like, um, like, I don't know. Well, it's the purses and it's also the, you know, the celebrities who will have like, they will have had surgery and they'll have like dietitians and all stuff like that. That just, they're, they're... the way they look is just mm-hmm. something that a normal person like us just will never ever be able to achieve and that's just kind of the yeah. truth of it yeah but also definitely. they'll have photographers taking the pictures yeah. they'll have people deciding when the lighting is going to be lighting, best yeah. they'll have makeup artists doing the makeup for an instagram post whereas there's people well people like us it's kind of a, oh it's golden hour let's take a picture because it's going to look cute that's pretty that's pretty much all we get that's the best we get in terms of choosing when it's best to take a picture yeah i think the massive issue with instagram is when it started it was much less because i've been on instagram since 2013 i've been on instagram since i was 11 Mm. and when i started on instagram i only really had like my very close friends on there it was similar to snapchat i didn't really have people i didn't know um obviously my account was private because i was quite young too young to be on there really but it wasn't an issue when i first joined and it wasn't until I probably got to sort of year nine, ten, where I still had things on there from year six that it became like an issue for me um, because I did like this one post a day thing for year six and seven. And oh my gosh, I look back at it now and it's the cringiest thing. <laughs> I was just posting like watermelons and really bad selfie like I had a, a post that was my face and it was my hair was all crimped and remember when crimping used to be a thing and um I was doing the pout with the peace sign up and it was like hashtag swag 12 today <laughs> cringiest thing that was still on my feed till sort of year 10 and that's when you start getting the comments about it you know why are you posting this this is so cringe yeah. but when I first started on Instagram that wasn't how it was it's really developed in the last sort of three four years to where it's at now i think definitely so i think it was when it was acquired by facebook that it really changed how it how it is online and i don't know facebook earn a lot of the internet and i think facebook earning a lot of the internet doesn't help the fact that (laughs) you know you have all these models and whatnot go on you know snapchat tiktok whatever (laughs) and just flex their quote-unquote perfect life yeah 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 but Facebook wouldn't want Instagram to compete with them. So they had to make Instagram more of a global platform because Facebook, you don't really have. I mean, I mean, I have Facebook. I don't post on Facebook. I use Facebook to that's more about like groups and kind of my uni stuff's on Facebook. Yeah, definitely. So I think over the past, like, say, I don't know. I remember it's a year ago today that Boris Johnson announced the lockdown a year ago as of recording this oh my gosh it is 
And I remember seeing yes, all over yeah. TikTok, all over Instagram <laughs> during that time. I was one of the lucky few who downloaded TikTok before the pandemic. I know, OG here. I, ha- I had it when it was musically. <clears throat> okay, then. Um, yes, <laughs> really had to ruin my moment there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, Declan. Continue. <laughs> I, I think before, I, when it was all announced, I remember seeing all over TikTok, all over Instagram. How to get abs in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. How to glow up in yeah. two how weeks. To, and then how to grow it how to grow yeah. an abs, how to yeah. be how to have hot girl summer when oh corona's God, over. That was such a massive thing. Yeah, it was I think it was like everyone was like, uh, oh, we have all this spare time because we're not going to school or we're not going to work and we're stuck inside. Let's use this time to exercise and when nobody like it's a stressful situation. Like why you know, like just because we have free time, it was all like, oh, get abs. Oh, like the Chloe Ting yeah. workouts and stuff all blew up. And it's like, it's no one's really, I mean, some people probably did, but I think it's very, it's everyone's stressed. We've got, what's the pandemic? I don't know what this is. I'd like, <laughs> I don't want to be doing workouts all day, every day. You know, it's just um, very unrealistic. It was, it was interesting. Yeah. I mean, I have a younger sister and then I have, an even younger family friend. And I wasn't too fussed about working out and doing all this in the pandemic. I mean, I'm a dancer, so I was kind of, okay, I'll keep up a bit with that, but I wasn't really planning on doing much else. Yeah. But my family friend who, she was 12 when the pandemic started, she's 13 now, she was obsessed with these workouts. She like, bearing in mind, I mean, at 12 years old, when I was 12, was I working out? Hell no. Um, I was I was sat watching Hannah Montana on the TV. I wasn't doing any kind of workout. She drafted up this whole, like, workout mm. for us to do twice a day. And I'm thinking, you're 12. Like, can you imagine? And that's just from TikTok. She was finding these TikTok workouts, writing them down and going, okay, this is my Monday workout. This is my Tuesday workout. And, and she, you know, she messaged me and she's like, do you want to do them with me? And we did it for probably the first two months of the lockdown. And uh, it was insane. Um, and the reason we were doing it is because we'd had a holiday planned to Portugal in the July, which we did actually get to go on. Um, and she wanted to have this bikini body. And I've seen it only recently. There's um, a TikToker I follow. Um, she's called Spencer. And she spoke about um, this whole bikini body and how... Um, the, why have we been given this image in our head that we have to have a bikini body because surely everybody is a bikini body bikinis are made for everyone there's not one specific body type that can fit into a bikini and it was talking about that and it really made me think back to last summer when we were working out for this bikini body I mean don't get me wrong the, the pictures from Portugal were great but would they have been great if I hadn't worked out for two months before then yeah they, they would have been um and it's just crazy to think the impact it's definitely had on younger people. I mean, I wasn't as bothered, but the impact it had on someone who's literally 12 years old, that's just crazy to me. Yeah, and that's I think it's definitely getting media. younger. It has got a lot younger. So I think more, yeah. I think the pandemic has almost, you know, catalyzed that, you know, made it go younger because more people want to be this ideal Kylie Jenner, you know, kind of model. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. But people are growing up a lot quicker, I've noticed. It's unrealistic. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really care about how I looked at all, like not one bit until I was maybe 15. And I'd had social media, 
It wasn't that I never had it and I got it at 15 and thought, whoa, okay, I need to look like this. It's just that I didn't really care. I was I was still playing mm. with dolls and toys till I was maybe 13. And now, I mean, my sister, who's only three, four years younger than me, she stopped playing with toys at 10. And now they're stopping playing toys at sort of six, seven, and they want Instagram. And I think that's where the issue lies is things have got younger and younger and younger. Because we didn't, I mean, I, uh, this makes me sound so old. I didn't grow up with technology, really. I didn't have, like, when, when I was young, like a baby, there was mm. no technology surrounding me. I see babies out there with iPads. I mean, it's crazy to think. I mean, iPads came yeah, out in 2010. Definitely. And there were babies, when I go on holiday, I see babies sat at the table for breakfast um, with iPads on their desk. Yeah, it's crazy. Definitely, so. And I, I think TikTok has also made it, you know, have a similar effect because the amount of children I see on my For oh, You God, page, yeah. oh, my God god where's your parents that's the better question yeah because i've i think social media can be a great thing you know you know lets us express freedom it you know lets us do this but it can be a terrible thing at the same time it just depends where you are on tiktok where you are on instagram in it you know so on so forth yeah and i think inevitably uh, young kids who have instagram and have tiktok and stuff are gonna end up on the wrong part of it at least once and then it's like well then what are they gonna get from that you know that's not there's no way you can't if you're on the internet like you can shield you can shield them as much as you try to but they're gonna see something that they shouldn't see at one point and then that's yeah like, you can try to shield yeah. people yeah there's no way to actually stop it yeah 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 there's no there's no way to actually shield someone from social media fully that you can't just block out negative like things yeah. from social media there's no way you can block people but it's you know it isn't always the best answer like i know some people from my school make other people feel insecure about you know how they look uh, and you could block them, but it's like some of them are your mates, you know what I mean? Yeah. They look better than you or, you know, worse than you or whatever. Uh, but, you know, you can't block them because you're their mate and stuff. Yeah, I mean, if everyone's got that pretty friend that they wish they could look like and it's kind mm-hmm. of, you, you know, you're never going to block them or, but then, you know, you'll see a picture and you're like, oh, they look so good, why can't I look like that? And then you think, should I like the picture? And it's just this whole cycle that just becomes really negative, especially over a longer period of time. Yeah, definitely so. I think once you're in the cycle, it can be hard to escape it because social media is addicting. It's it's like nicotine or whatever. It's addicting and... I think a lot of schools, it's becoming more of a thing now. And I know a lot of, you know, primary schools and whatnot are approaching it more. But I don't think, like, people our age, in a way, the damage has already been done in a sense because we wasn't, we didn't get the education that, you know, people nowadays are getting about social media. We didn't realise what it would actually become. Yeah, that's true. I mean, in PSHE and stuff now, we do stuff on body image and, like, social media. But by this age, by 15, you know, you've been... Most of the people I know, we've been on Instagram since we were, like, 12-ish. So that's, like, three years. In three years, you know, there's not... You can warn us about it now, but the insecurities, like, if they're going to happen, they will have happened already. So I think... If people are going on social media younger, they need the education younger because there's no point teaching a 15-year-old about 
not to look at people, you know, who they who they think look better than them on Instagram because they're probably nine times out of ten they will have already looked at that person. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah, there's there's room for change in how we, you know, use social media and how young people and even younger people from us use social media. And I think I think it is hard to, you know, fully comprehend or apprehend or whatever how damaging social media can be. It was a couple of years back that Jesse Nelson did a whole documentary about, you know, social media being bad and it shows it isn't just in celebrities. It shows, you know, it's the because it's the average people who are looking at the celebrities and going, oh, my God, they look so good. Why can't I look like that? But then it's also the celebrities who the, who you're comparing themselves. They're suffering, too. Like it's it's a it's an everything. It's an everyone problem, whether it seems like it or not. Yeah. People it's it's yeah, it is insane that even like now it that people are still like oh the perfect body you know the skin is like small small waist like whatever it is i don't even know it's like Mm. it's just insane that it's still even a thing and has been a thing for like so long but it's also it's it changes so you know like the ideal body you know has changed like certain things should be bigger certain things should be skinnier so it's like you can get this perfect body but in a few years you'll be on you'll be on instagram and you'll see someone with a different body and you'll be like oh well i guess that's the perfect one now so it's always i think the perfect body as an idea is always or hopefully not always but will be for a long time a thing but it just still changes like and then it's, yeah, it's kind of shows that there obviously isn't a perfect body because if there was a perfect body, then everyone, you know, it'd be achievable for everyone and it wouldn't change every couple of months. Definitely. I think, yeah, there's a lot. I spend quite a lot of time on TikTok, if you hadn't guessed that. Uh, and there's a lot of people, you know, saying, you know, this is what the perfect woman should look like, but it's very, very rarely it's... It's very rarely, oh, this is what the perfect man should look like. And it's, you know, down to what a person sees it as. Because there's a lot of people in my, in my, uh, like, year group who, you know, people look up to because they have abs or because they have, you know, muscles or whatever. And I think it just makes people, and I've seen it on TikTok a lot, you know, want to be someone, but it's not what they're meant to be if that makes sense you know have a blonde perm and you know have muscles and abs and whatnot and it's like you know a lot of people i mean it's a lot of girls which talk about body image i'm not gonna lie about that you know jesse nelson owned up about it and it made everyone you know go yeah she's got a point but a lot of men very rarely men actually own up to you know not feeling the best around their body i know for a fact me josh and josh m who was on the other week will have had these thoughts uh i'm sure josh can you know add more to that yeah i i've definitely had those thoughts and just never said anything and i don't i don't know i don't know why but it's hard to speak up because you know the uh, a lot of the, I, I guess, I guess how men are brought up is it's, you know, men shouldn't cry, men shouldn't be upset and so on and so forth. It's a lot about, I mean, I agree. And I think 
alongside that, I think there's a lot of when people talk about it and people say about how they're not happy, it's more of like man up and do something about it more than like let me help you and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's hard for a man to talk up about, you know, speak up about it because they might be seen as weak by their other friends or something, but it's not the case at all. I mean, people have these thoughts, and I'd say it's a fairly normal thought, but I can't speak on behalf of all men, but I know a lot of men will have had these thoughts and a lot of uh, a lot of people will have changed how they look over lockdown to see, you know, what the what people off of tiktok look like but yeah, yeah i think i don't know or i don't know if this is true because but i think that a lot of um the male sort of body image stuff comes less from the appearance and more of the kind of fitness implications so it's like oh if you have if you have abs and you know lifting weights and all this stuff so i think that's i think that's one of the reasons it's kind of more difficult to talk about because it is on a surface like it is still surface level and it is still an appearance thing but also i think talking about it's less difficult because it seems like there's more of a reason behind it if that makes any sense like obviously it's still awful and you know your body can look however it looks and however you want it to look but i think a lot of time if you talk about male body image a lot of people say uh well if you don't have abs then you're not you know fit or people with abs are fitter which isn't true because different people's bodies you know when you're fit uh, when you're healthy they look differently naturally but i think that might be one of the reasons why it's less openly talked about because it seems like there's a valid reason behind it so it's less blunt how awful it actually is uh, a lot of uh yeah i think that a lot of the implication around men is you know men should have abs men should have muscles men should have you know uh, so on so forth but it's it's rarely like you know men should have you know men should wear lots of makeup or men should do this style of other or men should have a spotty face because you know it's people that look at that in my opinion like people look more at you know how a man looks in his body shape and it's it's quite an old concept i'd say they're less lenient with men definitely i think that with women there's been this kind of development of the being more accepting towards a lot of different body types whereas with men there isn't that yet it's kind of this is Mm how a man should look and if you look like this then you're not working out enough if you look like this then you're too skinny and you should work out more that's kind of the way it's going with men there's only really this one accepted type that's seen as fit and seen as good looking objectively which it obviously isn't right I I think it's going to take longer for men to get to the point where women are at because I feel like there's a much further movement into body positivity for women but i also feel like that might have gone too far now mm, i think there's, there's a lot that has changed uh in how you know women are represented in the media and men are you know presented in the media and especially going with so you know recent events in the news with the whole sarah everand case i think it just proves that you know men and women both see it yeah and people don't speak up about it as much it's it's you know difficult because i think there's also it's not only body image how a man should 
you know, behave. It's also what they should do because, you know, I'm not active at all. I'd sit in my room all day, if I'm honest. But, <laughs> you know, some people in my year, oh, you know, they'll they'll go running every night and, you know, they'll eat a really healthy diet and, you know, take photos of every one of their foods and send it to the rugby team and, you know, so on and so forth. And I think, you know, women and men too see aware of well that's how you should be as a man because you know you're a man you're supposed to be strong you're supposed to be yeah you know you can't be weak but in the same sense or well same but different for women they were always okay women need to be delicate they need to be they need to stay inside that was the kind of old stereotype now if a woman's doing what a man's doing working out all the time sending their food pictures to the rugby chat eating really healthy that's praise that's really like respected and it feels like for men that's expected and for women that's respected. But if men just want to sit at home and cook or read or something, that's almost looked at as not manly enough. Yeah, which I, I think, think strange. a lot of the body image of it does just boil down to overall um, stereotypes and, you know, patriarchal kind of expectations. Like a lot of it does just boil down to that, you know, women should be like skinny and attractive and delicate and men should be strong and muscly and have abs. It kind of all does boil down to this like awful, you know, overall overarching stereotypes that society has. I do have a bit of a controversial... Um, not really an opinion, just kind of a question. Oh, we love some controversy. Well, because I've seen it on TikTok and I, I kind of agree with some stuff people are saying because people at the moment are hating on um, Gen Z for taking things a bit too far. And one of the things that they're taking too far or that people are kind of saying they are is body positivity. And at what point is body positivity for women um, promoting obesity? And it's a, it's a genuine question um, because for me... Like, you you should always be happy in the body that you have. You should always be proud of what you look like and who you are. However, there are certain body types that are being promoted as body positivity that is surely unhealthy. just kind of want people's opinion on that. Uh, yeah, I think... I mean, as far as my opinion goes on body types and body image, you know, be what you want. It's... You know, it's your life at the end of the day and, you know, it's not somebody else's place to say, well, you should look like this or you should look like that. Or, you know, and if you're if you're confident in yourself to post, an, you know, post a photo on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter or whatever, then well done, you know, that not everyone can do that and, you know, you know, be proud of yourself for it. And to be positive about your body is something else aside from confidence. It's true. I think it's like, you kind of has to have to separate in my opinion this is you have to separate body positivity and like body image you need to separate body the way body looks to the health of the body because a lot of people you know like for example Lizza she's you know you look at her she's not um she's not skinny 
But she also, like, I've seen on TikTok, like, she eats so healthily. Like, she's vegan, I think, and she eats so healthily and she does so much exercise. And she is so physically healthy, like, mentally and physically. She is so healthy of, of a person. But then a lot of people look at her and, you know, you'll see it on the media so much. People say, oh, Lizzo's promoting obesity, oh, this, this. So I think it's, you just have to separate health from the way your body looks because a lot of the time they are linked, but a lot of the times, you know, person's perfectly healthy and they may not look it and people might look really healthy but they're not yeah that's true it's it's concerning how the media has manipulated what a body image is and it's concerning what will happen next in my opinion especially due to like you know some conservative values of you know women should look like this women should do this and it's scary to think that that's that could be a future we head into. Almost going backwards. Yeah. Yeah, as I said earlier, it's like we're back in the Victorian times. <laughs> Before you know it, I'll be working in a chimney. <laughs> <laughs> but then I also think that it's gone to a point where we're not going to go back to that stage because there's far too many women and men that are fighting for that not to happen that I don't think it actually will. And I think social medias can be very, very negative, but I've learned far more from social media than I have from the news in the last year, honestly. Uh, yeah, and, definitely. And in terms of things like body image and stuff, for me anyway, it's probably helped me quite a lot in kind of, because I'm not, I've never been skinny. I'm not someone who's a size six. I'm not someone who was a skinny child, definitely not. So I kind of was brought up and even like my mum would put these kind of values on me in terms of, well, you know, don't wear a crop top because, you know, you've got a bit of a stomach. Don't wear a bikini. You've got a bit of a stomach. That kind of thing was put on me when I was younger and going on to social media when I was younger, you know, like I said, sort of 14, 15, I was like, oh, okay, I see where she's coming from because these girls are all far skinnier than me in bikinis. You know, big girls don't wear that you know girls with a stomach they don't wear that they don't wear crop tops and now you know get to sort of 2020 and girls with curves they're, they're they're appreciated you know if you've got a stomach you wear a bikini that's praised now if you've got if you're wearing a crop top that's that's praise you should wear it and it's good for me personally to kind of be like okay you know what like i'm not the skinniest person i never will be but that's completely fine because a bit like what you said scarlet like i'm perfectly healthy but i'm not a size six and that's completely normal and it's good to see that girls can go on Instagram and they can now find people that are their size if they are a bit bigger, as well as if they are skinny, that are wearing clothes that yeah. they will then be able to feel confident wearing. So I think in a sense, it's been quite good this year seeing a lot of people kind of come out who aren't the stereotypical size six skinny body type wearing things that they wouldn't normally have worn. Yeah. I mean, lockdown has, in a way, encouraged it all. I'd say, you know, it's gave people, you know, time alone to realize what they want to look like and to realize who they are. And I think maybe it's just in my year I'm noticing this, but people are kind of setting in their ways now. People are saying, people are changing their hairs radically, <laughs> apart from Josh. Um, it's not radical. It's not radical. It's not bad. <laughs> you have no hair. <laughs> uh, I don't believe you. Can be honest with you. <laughs> uh, I mean, go and skinhead. Don't, don't you sure? Yeah, it's get some hair. Wow. Well, that's not very body positive, is it? Uh, I think it is. 
Yeah, thanks. Body <laughs> hair shaming. <laughs> Great yeah, hair shaming. Only here. I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> I'm devastated. I'm devastated. Yeah, but there's parts of lockdown which has made people realise, uh, I, you know, I like dressing like this. I'm gonna dress like this. And then there's parts of lockdown which has made people go, well. You know, I've got twelve weeks. I'm gonna get abs. You know, I'm gonna, you know, do get a summer body, yeah. whatever that is. Yeah, I'm gonna look better than everyone else, and I'm gonna prove these people wrong. A body in summer. I don't. That's, I don't. don't think I've ever had a summer body. No, me neither. A little bit more tanned with less leg hair. That's a summer body. A little yeah. bit more tanned, less leg hair. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Is that just for girls? Because I don't know. I don't, I don't know what a summer body for lads is. I keep seeing it all over my for you page. Um, I don't know. For boys at the moment, it's probably like weird curtain hairstyle. People yeah, have curtains. That looks horrible on me. <laughs> that is the worst hairstyle I can ever do. But have you seen it on people on the for you page? And they have that weird floppy, like, yeah. Yeah, I've seen. I'm not personally a fan, but. People can do what they what they like. It does suit some people. I can't yeah. lie, it does suit some people. Yeah, uh, it's different. I'd say, if, you know, pe- person to person. I've seen people change so much from. Uh, I mean, I had six months off school, and I've seen people change from like, you know, dressing in one way to dressing in a totally other way, and having their hairs down in like just letting it sit down to getting perms and whatnot. There's a massive difference between old and new media. Like, old media seems to be still fixated on this yeah. perfect body, this summer body, this how to get abs. You know, things like magazines, newspapers, the news, even things to an extent like YouTube somewhat as well. And then you've got the new media where you've got Instagram and TikTok, which I think is a bit more kind of positive to all sides. But you can choose what you see more so with Instagram and and to TikTok to an extent, you can choose what you see. So if you go on Instagram and you don't want to see skinny girls in bikinis because you know you're going to feel bad about yourself, then you don't have to see that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I spend, I've spend, i spent, like, I don't know, I don't want to look on my screen time either. Uh, how many hours on TikTok this week? And, you know, Easter's around the corner and I'm scared about that because I'm <laughs> my, my screen time. And, uh, like, I'm spending, like, hours just scrolling through, like, certain people's, in, you know, TikToks. I'll tell you what, I've, fi- I've fixed my screen time, guys. I can't lie. My screen time average is only three hours. Really? Yeah. I've fixed it. It's going to be high today because of this. Thank you. It's because it's because I'm now. <laughs> I'm proud. Thanks. It's because I'm now waking up at five p.m. going to bed at three a.m. and I'm actually doing work in between, going on walks and um, talking to people. I think the thing, the good thing with uni in this situation is I don't spend much time on my phone anymore. Like I don't need to. I have people around me. So it's good. It really is. I'm going to go home and I'm going to be on my phone 12 hours a day. When I was at home, my screen time was 14 hours. It was really bad. And I'm only awake for about 16 hours a day. So you can imagine how bad that is. Um, but when I'm here, when you've got people around you, it's so much easier, which I think when, when everything does go back to kind of a normal-ish, hopefully in the summer, this body positivity in the media situation might not be as big of an issue because people can go out and they can see their friends and everyone 
and then they're not going to be on their social media as much. They're not going to have as much time well, for yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think, you know, dragging people away from social media is good in a sense. But, I mean, it also means we're going to see, you know, our loss of our favourite celebrities all over TikTok, maybe. I mean, I think it'll be just a bit easier for, like, to drag people away just being, like, just being, like, just give them a ball and they can just kick a ball about, like, stuff like that. <laughs> But I think it's past. This is the thing. I don't see kids doing that anymore. Yeah, yeah I don't definitely. see kids doing that anymore. I remember being younger. If my mum said, let's go to the park, I'd be ecstatic. But if you ask an eight-year-old now who's sat on TikTok, do you want to go to the park? They'd be like, no, I'm on TikTok. I think I think it's getting worse. I mean, when I was younger, we always used to go for a kickabout. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I can't play football. Good old kickabout with the lads, Ollie. With the lads. <laughs> Ollie and Steve. <laughs> Yeah, Two I was going to say names. shout out to Ollie and Steve. <laughs> I, I know nobody's uh, Ollie or Steve. <laughs> oh, I wish you could go back to the days where someone would knock on your door and be like, "Are you playing out?" That was the best thing when someone would when you get in from school and you'd be sat there eating a packet of fruit flakes and a cheese string. Someone would come knock on your door and they'd be like, "Are you coming out?" And I'd be like, "Yes, I am going to play out. Let's go to the park. Let's go to Morrison's. Get some chocolate." Oh. Those were the days. Yeah. Those were great. You, your mum shouts over saying, your mate's here. And I go, who is it? She goes, it's Ollie. <laughs> it's Steve. <laughs> <laughs> How's this going from body image to now again? It's always, it's Declan's fault. Yeah, it always fault. is Declan's fault. <laughs> what, what I said was kind of on topic. And then he started talking about Barry and Ollie. So Declan, <laughs> you can take the fall for this hey, one. I'm not taking the fall. It's not my fault. <laughs> You're the host. Okay, right. I'm the host, right? But I don't know, Ollie Ball. Yeah, quite a good conversation topic. What in Jacob Pascoe? Yeah. You know, you know, no. we're pulling up all the Instagram uh, and Twitter celebrities, <laughs> Twitter, TikTok. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. have Twitter. I don't even have Twitter. I, have twi- I tweet about way too much political stuff on there. True. Yeah, this is why I don't have it, because I think people would just annoy me on that on that app, honestly. I'd go on it and I'd just look at people's opinions and be like, I agree with none of this, but I don't want to start a, a Twitter spat. So I'd just be like, delete. Twitter <laughs> is a very scary place. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of addicted to TikTok. Uh, anyways, back onto back onto body That's image. That's because you're a silly sausage. I kind of insulted. <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> did you really just use the insult, silly sausage? She did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. That's really bad. <laughs> we need we need we need Jacob Paskey and there. Ollie Ball We're like breaking the fourth wall. We can't talk about that. We need to talk about the impacts of TikTok in one episode. I think that's what we need to do. No, can I have a genuine question as to who those two people are? Because I'm laughing along and I have no idea who they are. Have you never seen the video of him going... It's Ollie Ball here. <laughs> Why do you look like, like posh English scholar? No, I'm not. Oh. I'm not dumb. My TikTok's actually <laughs> decent. My for you right, guys, I'm, I'm, dropping, have... I'm dropping a link in the group chat. It's so good. <laughs> Right, I'm dropping it in. It's basically just it's these secondary school boys who just make stupid TikToks, basically. That's kind no, but of it's it. funny. He just but it does like good, food reviews. It does well, like food too. reviews. It goes, it cleanses the palate. Oh no. <laughs> Alright, send it to the group chat. I'll watch it before the next podcast. Oh my god. That'll be the next that'll be the next topic for next week or whatever. 
<laughs> there we are. <laughs> Ollie Ball, there we are. There's the topic. They've been banned from TikTok, apparently, according to Josh. Oh, yeah, they've been banned off TikTok because we're filming in classrooms. They have, that's true. Well, I'm devastated. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, we've gone quite far today, I'd say. I think we've learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we got some stuff in there. I'd say it was a nice half and half split. Down the middle. Fold it over. Yeah. <laughs> Easiest thing ever. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I'd say we'd leave it at that, really. I mean, if you want to, you know, listen to us more, I mean, you can see the chaos that just unfolded, really. Um uh, then you know follow us on instagram at got your back hull uh and you know subscribe to us on youtube if you want to listen to more of us uh i imagine you will obviously um, <laughs> obviously who wouldn't so yeah i think um we'll leave it at that really cool <laughs> bye bye <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs> Got Your Back Chat is a podcast made by Got Your Back, a media made by young people for young people. Got Your Back Chat is managed by Eskimo Soup for the Got Your Back campaign. Alice O'Dwyer is our campaign lead. Jenny Harrison is our producer. Keely Graham is our designer. And Peyton Hutchinson made the jingle. You can follow Got Your Back on social media by searching at GYB Hull. And make sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to hear more in the future.